Hey there, my name is Janny and I'm the host of What's On Your Mind. I interview guests about their weekly musings and Wikipedia rabbit holes, like toxic beauty standards, or the impact of redlining, or bees. Whatever it is, we'll process it together. We'll all learn a little something and take another step in creating our own stories, all while adding another laugh line to your face. David Quarles comes from a place where art and culture are celebrated, influenced by the beauty of his hometown and being raised by a vibrantly multicultural family of visual and musical artists. He knew early on that a life as a creative would be his calling. Hey, David, what's on your mind? Oh, my goodness. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. But what's on my mind today? Projects and deadlines, getting stuff done. So, but all in a good thing. It's, it's a good problem to have. Yes, and I hear that you said projects with an S. Yes. What are the projects that you're currently working on, if you're allowed to say? Oh, no. Well, yeah, there are some, so thank you. Uh, so right now I'm working on a couple of home projects, like my personal home. So I am rebuilding my office as well as redoing my bedroom. But locally, I'm wrapping up one for City and State, which is a really fun coffee shop. I love them. They're also like a a shop for like retail and everything like that. Um, So one of my favorite spaces in Memphis and then for me to be asked to come in and design a portion of their um, space, which is they asked me to do their restroom, so I transformed those. Oh, cool. And then I am working on finalizing the design plan for Panta, which is a, not a new restaurant. Well, yeah, it's a new restaurant, but um, it's going to take place of the old Iris. And so Iris is actually going to be moving to, um, what is this, Laurelwood? And then Panta will be living in Iris's old space. And so um, I think I can say that it's more of like a tapas bar. Um, so for cocktails and there's like a really neat service that's, a gr- that's going to be there. I can't reveal too much, but the um, chef, of course, is um, yeah. Kelly English. Okay. And so I'm working on a couple of branded things as well. And then we just kind of, um, I guess, broke ground on a residential project that I'll be working on probably for the rest of the year. So. That is fantastic. I yeah. like how you have this really cool insider view to to Memphis because of the projects that you work on. That's so cool. Yeah, it's it's a lot going on in Memphis, and I'm just excited to be part of because, like, as being a designer, you're teetering in the arts community, and then with me being a jeweler as well, than I am in the arts community. And that's where I've wanted to position myself for the longest um, because that's what I belong to. I um, graduated, well, in high school, I was always in the arts. So 3D, 2D arts. um, Not many people know that I have a painting background. Um, So I guess that comes out in the murals that I I do. Yeah, I was going to say, I saw that wonderful (laughs) uh, art thing that you did. And I was like, he knows what he's doing. (laughs) Yeah, I love. And so like with the steady hand and everything like that, I mean, that was just something that I was trained, I guess to do but um no I'm really my background is like in oil paints acrylic paints things like that and drawing um but yeah no just being able to be really active in the arts community and then have it come out through interior design is amazing it's what I've been wanting so now that I'm doing I'm like oh my god so yeah that's awesome yeah I was gonna kind of ask how all of your uh, project areas have come to be and I you're obviously a, a really creative person is this something that has been just kind of an innate part of your personality since you were young or did you kind of discover art as you got older oh no um my god I come from a family of artists so my dad um, growing up we would 
always do construction projects on the weekend. And so, like, I get that background from him, but he's very much an artist because he's a musician as well as a, vi a visual artist. So, like, by profession, like, during the week, he, w he was a truck driver. But on the weekend, that was when the, the creativity always, like, oh, shined wow. through. So that's what I always connected to. And then my grandmother would keep me sometimes as well, and that's where I get the design aspect from because okay. she would also, like, rearrange her home, what was that, I guess, every season. And I learned from her, like, my coloring, I guess, like, putting together colors um, because she, if she had a paint color that she had in mind but didn't like what she had in stock, uh -huh. she'd just make her paint color. So That's she would awesome. go to, I think, what, uh, Hobby Lobby was around back then. And she would make her own paint colors out of, like, a base white and then go with some acrylic paints. And so I learned that. And I've always been inclined for art. Um, so even in elementary school, that's how I learned. And it was good that my teachers kind of knew to, I guess, customize the, the, the lesson plan, I guess, for me that way, just because I'm also a synesthete. Mm. So it came up a lot when I was in math class um, because I would associate, well, I do associate color and numbers. And okay. so whenever I was trying to learn math and I would like kind of blurt out patterns of color, my teachers were like, wait a minute, something's going on, but let's figure it out. Oh, that's so interesting. And yeah, I mean, because that's how I, I process sound as well as numbers as color. So it was a thing. But thankfully, like my, my teacher was in tune enough and she called my parents and was like, well, hey, maybe we need to kind of customize his learning this way. And so I've always had a background in the arts, in color, and my academic learning was always based upon my artistic view. That is fascinating. I also love that teachers let you roll with it versus yeah. being like, that's not the right way of learning. Yeah, I, I had some teachers that were like, mm, you know, <laughs> if I have the rest of my class doing this and then you're over here like spitting out colors, well, no. But I'm glad because I went to White Station when I was little and then from there went to creative and performing arts schools. Oh, wow. So I went to Colonial, which I believe is still a creative and performing arts school. And then Overton, I'm not sure, but they do still have the Kappa program, which is creative and performing arts. So okay. that's how I graduated through the artist curriculum. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And I guess, you know, we should be we should hit upon the fact that this is obviously our, our Memphis series. Yeah. And so for everyone listening, everything that you listed is all Memphis. You've mm -hmm. been in Memphis since yeah. you were young. Yeah, since a little bud. Wow, born and raised? Uh-huh. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, this is cool. I'm really excited to have your perspective on yeah. the show today. And so it sounds like you were, you kind of experienced your academic life, your creative life in Memphis. And now, obviously, you're super plugged into, obviously, all these projects and stuff. You have your jewelry. You have your interior, interior designing. You also look impeccable and fly all the time. What <laughs> is you. your involvement in fashion? Or is it just you as a person? Yeah. Or Okay, amazing. Yeah, it's just me as a person. <laughs> I've not really, I guess, done anything towards fashion in the, like, other than my jewelry. But mm -hmm. not, like, anything with apparel or, no, nothing yet. But I think there's, like, certain things, like hobbies or likes that I'm going to keep not monetized. Okay. So I can, like, fully, fully, fully just, like, be that. So, um, but, yeah, no, my dad has always had a knack for clothing. Like, I learned all of my tailoring and everything from him. Like, sewing, I learned from my dad. And he's, like, very neat. Uh, has a Navy background. So, like, everything has to always be. And so 
that was always like from from like early on my clothes had to be a certain way apparently I had certain brands that I liked when I was little too (laughs) (laughs) and I couldn't like Oshkosh Bigosh of course I would ask for that Um, but I used to ask for London Fog all the time as a kid so yeah my my mom tells me that I've always been like this I just love that I love that because I mean this is truly you just as a person I, I love that so much so okay so we've talked a little bit about how uh you've had this kind of in you ever since you were a kid Mm -hmm. and how there's different parts of your both academic life and just your creativity as a child have kind of made you who you are today. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about how, you know, we we jokingly said, wow, you're so plugged into Memphis, but Mm -hmm. that is kind of a true statement. You're very plugged into maybe the art scene, the business scene because of your role in that. Can you talk a little bit about how you started this evolution of not only being a creative, but this a business creative. Yeah, um, it started in, I would say, 10th grade, just because I, don't get me wrong, I still love painting and I, I need to get back to that, but I wanted a little bit more of an instant way to create my artwork, and so that's how I got into jewelry. Um, so ending of ninth grade into 10th grade year, because um, me and my cousin got together, which it's funny because she's moved back to Memphis from New York. Oh, wow. um, so she is actually we down got at- one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> got her. Um, so she is like the best in apparel in my eyes right now. So she's actually down at Stock and Bell. Her and her um, partner are, um, we are tight, tight knit. There we go. So they are chain stitch artists. And so, so fast forward there, but we started making jewelry, uh, what, in 2004. And it was just, we ended up getting a table at Cooper Young Festival. Mm -hmm. And so, which that just passed right now. And someone just kind of gave us space in front of their store. And they were like, hey, if you want to sell your jewelry, it's fine. And so we went to Michael's, got a whole bunch of um, like materials and everything like that. And it was a way for, yes, me to create artwork along with my cousin. But then I saw that, whoa, wait a minute, people actually like this? And so from there, I started, you know, like making a little bit more jewelry, researching how to solder, how to weld, things like that. Um, and it got to where I was making prom jewelry for like my, my classmates. And so I saw that as, you know, like maybe this is my spot in, you know, like the creative but business world. And so like I put myself, not put myself through high school, but like I made my money by being an entrepreneur and making jewelry. And so I would in class, even though I was supposed to be paying attention, I would be making jewelry. Um, and then I would use my extra hours in the art lab to do the same thing. But I also still had in the back of my head that, you know, I want to go for design. I love interior design. And so I made that my focus in college after going around to different majors. Um, but I did. That, that's what I graduated with. So I focus on home design. And so I went originally for architecture, but that was a little bit too much. So I was like, let me scale it back down and just do interiors. And yeah, I just kind of saw that that would be my creative position in the community of Memphis. It took me a little bit um, to get to. An unfortunate thing happened once I graduated. I thought I was going to get the um, internship, didn't. So um, it was all right. I ended up going full time into fitness. And so that's how... I got into being a Zumba instructor because I was of, ask. I love that. Yes. So I was like, pivot, it's time. I was I wanted to, you know, like take care of my health a little bit during that time as well. And so I had a friend who was my dance partner. She was like, hey, come to this class with me. 
it was music that resonated with my heritage and I'm like wait a minute I can lose weight and like feel a little bit better while dancing to music I danced to like on Saturdays yeah. bet let's do it I never wanted to be an instructor because like despite all of this very much an introvert um, even when I teach classes now it's like a different person and then I'm like okay back to my hiding so that's how I got there but I've met so many people over the years through my fitness classes, which they would be like, oh my God, wait a minute, but you do jewelry as well. So then that's how I got into doing more markets because someone saw me at a fitness event and they were like, wait, I think you do this. And same thing now, a majority of my base um, design clients now were my jewelry clients before. And so that's why I've been able to like, I guess, keep all of them going just because they support each other. But then seeing how it works in the community of Memphis, everyone is pretty much a creative and being here for so long and seeing the creative evolution. So it's, it was a while that, you know, and I think with everybody, it's like art is not a real thing. Like art is not a real profession. You can't do this. And Memphis was built on that. So that's very untrue, but it's now that Art, being a creative, is almost a like top priority in Memphis. And if I'm not mistaken, this is a figure from Arts Memphis that the highest paid or I guess most populated profession in the city of Memphis, besides like working at FedEx, is the arts. And wow. so they're able to run those figures and I mean they donate to a lot of artists here, but that's the next leading industry in the city of Memphis. So it's neat to see, like, from a place of no, creativity is not it's something that you do on the weekend to pass the time to know this is your quote-unquote nine-to-five. Yeah, so. I love that so much. It's, well, so other fun fact is, um, I think I mentioned before, but I had met you first through Zumba, through yeah. Mind Body House, which is amazing. And then yeah. I think I was, like, one of those people where I was at Cooper Young Fest, and I was like, this, this is yours? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And I just, I just love that. And, and I, this is a little bit off topic, but I actually used to be a Zumba instructor too. Wait, what? And Did yeah, I, know that? I don't think so. Cause no. I don't tell, I mean, I don't like advertise it unless somebody yeah. asks, but this is a relevant story. Um, <laughs> and when you say that you are actually naturally really introverted, but when you do your Zumba, like I've seen you come alive and if you, and if I was in your Zumba classes, I would have no idea that you were an introvert. And I really resonate, it's funny, I'm wearing my shirt that says super resonates with me, but that super yeah. resonates with me because most people think I am a thousand percent extroverted and I really have just actually during the pandemic time have really reflected that I'm a lot more introverted than I thought I was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but when I dance, whether I'm teaching or I'm in the class, it is almost like this alter ego kind of comes out of me, whether it's like my inner performer or just like, I don't know, I don't know what it is. It's still me, but it's just a different part of me. So yeah. um, that just really resonated with me. I just wanted to, wanted That's to so share neat. that. <laughs> See, even more paths being crossed. I, I love it. That seems like a good point for a break. Time for some ads. If you know Jenny at all, you know that she's obsessed with her pup, Oliver. And now that we've arrived, we have two fur babies, Bahu and Oliver. They're both special little creatures with their own personalities and own diets. Oliver is allergic to everything in the world. Bahu is a super high energy pup that needs quite a bit of protein in his diet. After a lot of experimentation and many vet visits, 
we were given the chance to sample some of Forza 10's food. Oliver now uses the Grain In Active line, which is chicken-free and great for digestive health. For Bahu, we're going to try out the Grain-Free Legend line. Forza 10 has a top selection of premium, gourmet, science-based, wet and dry food for both dogs and cats, designed to address just about every condition your pet might encounter. Try Forza 10 for your dog or cat today and use the code JANNY10 at checkout for $10 off. That's F-O-R-Z-A, the number 10, USA, dot com. And now back to the show. I think, like, my first taste of, like, wanting to maybe be on stage or be in front of, like, an audience was when I went to governor's school for the arts. I went there, too! See, there you go. <laughs> Did you, <laughs> Another... go, you went for dance or theater? No, I went for visual arts. So oh, I went actually okay. for um, sculpture. Wow. And so that's where, like, I made... That might have been where I made one of my first successful, I guess, pieces of um, jewelry. And it's odd because, like, I... Sorry, MTSU, but I ended up, like, taking a lot of their forks and making bracelets <laughs> with them. Um, and, like, that was my first thing that I did. And then someone saw that I had one on, and they were like, uh, so when we go to lunch, can we grab an extra fork? And, like, listen, I didn't see it. It's fine. But, you know, like, I got my pliers. Let me go and make it so... I had a group of friends there, and it was Missy's Lose Control, and that was like the song during that time, and we were like, hey, why don't we come up with a dance routine, because it was the um, talent show that they had during that time, and we did a dance routine, and that was like my first bit of, oh my God, I love dance. (laughs) Like, I need to do this, I think, and then I went and told my parents about it. They were like, okay, fine, whatever, I mean, because my dad's a musician, Um, and so he was like, it's probably still not a profession, but go for it. Mm. And and they never, like, discouraged me in any way. It was just, like, very much wanted me to do, like, the academic thing, so that's fine. But I got my first taste, I think, then. And so when I, like, fast forward, got a chance to do that as a Zumba instructor, I was like, okay, this will just be my time to be the performer that I want to, and then I can cut it off in an hour. Mm. So... But yeah, that, my that first is, taste was in governor's school. <laughs> what year of governor's school were you? Like, 05? Yep. 06? Okay. I yeah. was 08. So neat. See? Wow. Yes. Oh, yeah. Just, it was a fun time. It was a fun time. I still am so close with, actually, a lot of people in the program. Same. So. Same, That's same. amazing. Well, you know, it. I, I really like, like, I feel like this throughput in a lot of the stories that you've told is that you form a lot of like connection with people mm-hmm. and like you have a lot of love and support in your life whether it's your family or whether it's your friends or just like the Memphis community mm-hmm. um, I feel like that's that's really coming out in your story and I think part of it is that I mean, you you draw people towards you you have a really natural just like wonderful compelling energy and uh-huh. I think it makes people want to genuinely like be on your side <laughs> and, and root you. for you and be part of your success so yeah. um i i think that you play a role in like drawing good people to you <laughs> well thank you no i just i like people that that's always been my thing um and so whenever i get a chance to like once again like, i'm very much an introvert but i, I love people so much to where that kind of goes away mm. um and I want to connect as much as possible, but it's never a thing of like, I'm going out like actively. It's just like, when I'm out, it happens. So, and my dad is that way. So my mom always tells him that, you know, like he never meets a stranger, we can be out of town and still see somebody that, you know, he knows. And I'm very much his child now because that that has happened yeah. <laughs> definitely and so I don't, I don't mind it, but I love making the connections because I think that's what ultimately moves the community forward 
Because, yes, it's very much like your education and what you know, but it's sometimes of who you know or how you can help someone a little bit later on, and then you may be put in a position to do something that is either really new to you or something that you've been wanting to do. But I think it's... I kind of love the way that old relationship making was, you know, like back then, like a friend down the street. Oh, yeah, they have like a really cool, um, they're really neat ceramicists. You can go and get a gift from them. Or I just like the small town aspect. Yeah. And that Memphis has it. It's a big little city. And everybody pretty much is connected to everyone here. And I think that we offer so much to where it's it's just an amazing place to live, especially now that the the creative you know like community and the arts, it's a thing, and it's not going anywhere, not anytime soon because Absolutely. yeah, it's a city built on that. I couldn't agree with you more. I was I always tell people that the the thing that stands out to me about Memphis is that it's not oh I'll help you knowing that you can help me one day it's that people genuinely want to help each other and I think you nailed it when you said it's a small big city Mm -hmm. it's a it's a growing city Mm -hmm. but it does have that kind of small town element in that people truly feel like we're a community so if you know you're succeeding I'm succeeding and we're all succeeding and I think that's that headspace that everyone is in and I've not been in one situation where I feel like it's like a tit for tat quid pro quo relationship like everything is yeah, I'm going to help you. And then I naturally and genuinely want to help someone else too. Yeah. No, I, and I, I don't experience that. that in a lot of places. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I was talking with um, some more friends. Like, uh, it's a new Zumba student, but she has become a friend. And her name is Maria. She like, lives downtown too. But she popped into Stock and Bell one day and she was like, it's just so neat how like people are so willing to give you information on like what to do in the city and like how you can make connections without it being, because she comes from Miami. And she was like, yeah, you don't find that here. It's kind of like, one, why are you talking to me? Two, what do you want? Um, and three, no, find it yourself. Yeah. And she said when she came here, it was like, no, here are my group of friends. You come on in. And it's like, this is where you go to get like the best drink or best food. Or like if you need things for your home, go here. And I feel that that's pretty much the same thing. And I know that um, me and a fellow designer and friend, Quita, uh, Laquita Tate, we were talking about that. It's like when we win it's we're winning and like I will refer clients to her um if we need to refer clients to you know like other designers it it's it's okay because we know that there's going to be more people coming in and we're ultimately a team we're like co-workers um and so it's not like a thing of no I got to keep everything to myself because that's just weird I don't know I don't I don't like functioning like that but uh, I know me and Quita talk about that a lot it's like we even do like a meeting of the minds like every other weekend we're trying to get onto it but it's like hey what are you doing that's working for you and let me see if it'll work for me and then we exchange tips so we we exchange notes all the time oh so yeah that's that's so memphis (laughs) (laughs) so yeah we met at arrive i think what this past weekend and did that exact thing was like okay this program works for me this program works for her Let's try to switch them up and see, like, hey, is that going to be something that takes our business to the next level? And if it'll make us have more time for the creativity. So, yeah, I love it. I love it. And you're having that conversation inside of another local business. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's great. So, And we go there. Like, I personally go there because I'm stimulated by, like, the, the interiors there. So, That's like, if exactly I need to. how I feel, yeah. Yes. And so I go there when I'm, like, stuck on something. I'll go there and it's like, oh. That was actually my work from home space when yeah. I was able to work from home more mm-hmm. yeah and I would just go and I'd plant in one of those like big round chairs yep 
it's great. Same thing. <laughs> so yeah, I might actually go there after this or go, I think I'm going to go to City and State actually just so I, if it starts raining, I want to see it and yeah, a whole thing. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, well, we are close to wrapping up. So oh. um, I will ask you just kind of my last two questions. So my first question um, if you had either, you know, we've been talking a lot, a lot about connection, mm -hmm. a dream connection and or client, whether it's here in Memphis or not, um, who would it be? Or what, what, just what uh, kind of, how would they, how would they be if, if, if it's not like one person? Oh my goodness. Whoa. That is the best question. Uh, I don't know. It, it might actually be doing something with the city, and that might be something a little bit more of a reality coming soon. Um, exactly. But just being a little bit more of a service to the city, so letting the city be my client. Um, and so going into areas where design is not necessarily a priority right now, but everyone has a love for good design because I know that I'm another artist, Francis. We were talking about like passing around on, you know, like the porches and people, how they arrange their flowers, how they arrange their chairs. People like design. And so if I were to be like a consultant for the city on like going to different places or going to different businesses and like, hey, maybe if we just kind of like tweak this area for you or like spruce this up with this bit of color, it would motivate you a little bit more in whatever you're doing, whether it's in life or in business. And I think that would be my thing because I don't like people not feeling their best. And I feel that our surroundings have a lot to do with that. Mm. So if our surroundings are just a little bit more spruced up, it does not take a lot of money. But if our um, surroundings are a little bit more spruced up, we could, I guess, produce at an elevated level, whether it's our mood or business or just thriving and living. So. I, I would like the city to be my client if that's... I love that selfishly because my <laughs> background is public health and urban planning. Yes. That's what I studied in school. So I'm literally snapping because you basically just said my thesis of oh. just, we need to love where we live and that it, loving where we live is good for our happiness and good yes. for our mental health and then great for the city too. So I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe one day we'll see. I will be thinking about you every time I'm walking around and I'll be sending some good energy your way. <laughs> well, thank you. And likewise, trust yeah. me. And thank you for this. This was, my nerves are now gone for podcasts, I think. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. So uh, I hopefully everyone, whether you're on live or whether you're going to hear this next week when it releases on the podcast, mm -hmm. where can people find you? Your stuff, your art, your dance, your fitness, your jewelry, yeah. everything. All the things. Uh, now, thankfully, I've had opportunities to like design around town. So, of course, go to City and State. And if you ever have to go and use the restroom, know that my design is there. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and let me see, an our like, menu item just ended. So the vegan item that I helped create, it's not only yet, but maybe another time in the future. But um, as far as like my jewelry, you can go to Stock and Bell just down the street, as well as the Metals Museum. Uh, Stock and Bell on the Square as well. I'm trying to think. I know that I'm leaving somebody out, and please don't be mad at me. Um, as far as, like, fitness classes, I'm getting ready to work with the MMDC again for bringing safely, you know, like, socially distanced classes outside during the fall. Um, but in the meantime, you can go to my Instagram page. I have, like, how you can book online classes. So on Instagram, it is david.quarrel. So that is Q-U-A-R-L-E-S. I-V, as in Victor, since I'm the fourth. So david.quarlesofthefort. Um, same thing for my website. It's davidquarlesofthefort.com. And so there is my blog to where you'll get tips on, you know, like decorating your space, 
Uh, since I am vegan, there are vegan recipes that are on there, and so since it's Taco Tuesday, just in case. Um, and I'm trying to think what else. It's just kind of more of my lifestyle brand that's there. And then if you want to book design consultations or book me as your designer, then there is a space for that as well on that site. And yeah, those are my handles. And it's the same for Twitter, which I don't use as much. And Facebook, if anybody uses that still, it's David Quarles of work. So. <laughs> I love that. You yes. are my husband's favorite human being in the world. He is, he is so, my favorite. He is I promise so you what I meant. inspired by you, your personality, your energy, your design, and everything. So um, I will let him know that you have a booking area on on your website. Oh, my He's God, gonna yes. He's going to be filling that out tonight, I assure you. Yes, I love it. Oh, cool. It'll be such an honor to work with y'all because, like, literally been my favorite two people and just like meeting you separately and then knowing that y'all are together and I was like oh, oh my god I love it so yeah we connected I think me and your husband for the mustache yeah and then from there it was just like you're a cool person yeah so. he, he came home and he was like I just met the coolest person and he's describing <laughs> you to me and I'm like that, that's who I told you about <laughs> I love it oh I just love it well thank you David for thank being you. on the show I love it Thank you. Thank you. That's it. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Subscribe wherever podcasts are found. And of course, rate, review, and share with a friend. If you want to learn more about me, you can check out my website, jannyrad.com. That's J-A-N-I-R-A-D.com. Head on over to jannyrad.com slash podcast and click on support the show. Check out my Instagram at jannyrad.me. Love the podcast music? That's BK Williams. You can follow him on Instagram, Brian K underscore Williams 28. Thanks for listening.